one, and for some reason, I don't know why, it looks like Facebook is not responding to our... What have you done? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't it's even just saying music. it's not even letting it come oh, up. Great. Facebook, what's wrong with are, you? Did you we are on YouTube and Twitch. Oh, it says that it was deleted on Facebook. I don't uh -oh. see how. But we are on YouTube and Twitch, so we are going to continue. Okay. Uh, Did you guys hear the music or was it just me? I heard nothing. I heard the music. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, was, I was getting my rock on. I heard yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I wonder why I heard nothing. But anyway, well, I'll have to go in. I guess this will be a YouTube special. There we go. There you go. YouTube and Twitch. And we can always I'll put it on Facebook link. right afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I'll post it. I got you. I got there you. There we go. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> oh, I blame a, you. I blame you. It, it's been a long month. It's been a long but, week. It's only the yeah. 21st. I mean... Yeah. Well, it started with Betty White, and it just kind of went downhill from there. So yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. We still Louis today and uh, Meatloaf too. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. come on, Louis Anderson, rest in peace. He was he was a really funny guy. He was I a mean, big like, guy like me. The twenties, this decade has got to stop. Just please turn around and do a one eighty because this is messed yeah. up. Well, now Very. I mean, but I mean, we're not technically. I mean, I guess we technically are kind of in a pandemic still but kind of we're not under house arrest i mean that i'm, I'm just saying we're not this under house true. arrest. i know a lot of people have been sick lately yeah. a lot mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah true true yeah. i was but like i said i'll have to fit we'll have to fix the facebook thing it will be I ready for next show Get it together, Zuckerberg. What's wrong with you? Give me a minute. It, it's that, minute. It's that new meta thing. Hey, just uh, give me a minute. My know. fingers don't go that fast, okay? Come <laughs> on, Amy. Yeah. I know. I'm failing. I'm failing. We did add a little something, something to that tea over there. Anyway. Well, you know, it already has a little something, something in it. But, you know, it's kind of one of those. It's a need to know basis. Exactly. So. Yeah. We don't need to we, know. We could play Guess What's in My Cup. I, I, need, <laughs> I need some of that. How about Guess What's in My Can? It, it's a teacup or a coffee cup. It you never know. What, what extra but, little something, something you got in there? You know, hey, I'm I'm not all, I'm a love a good time. Okay. Like good time should be my middle name. I'm all about that. So if yes. Texas were a person, it but would the be. The one thing Amy. I do want to ask is I hope everyone is excited about our February lineup. Um, yes. Uh, how'd y'all like Stupid the new question. videos that I did Stupid with it? Question. Did y'all like that video that I did with it? Yes. yes. I thought y'all's promo was great too on YouTube uh, that you did. Because I love I love that it was like the backstage thing. Like, okay, this is how we do it. Because that's how it works, right? Like, it's not always perfect the first time. No, you gotta no, go what? through this stuff. You know yeah. what, though? That, like, 90s song, this is how we do it, totally is keeping my mind. When you mention that, you're like, this is how we do it backstage. I don't know why, but that song is now playing in my head. So if and you now it's you know what playing in mind, song, thank you. Yeah, so what theme song is Amy's life today? It is that song, okay? Like, just throwing it out there, fun for all, okay? We all need a good laugh. That's my theme song, at least in my brain. Well, so. There we go. But anyway, today's guest, we have Dan Sandoval here with us, and he's just getting to voice acting. And what I would like to know is one of the first things is, is what decided you to get into voice acting? What decided me to get into it? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
was just way back. I, I, I'm a theater kid from way back. I started doing theater in about seventh grade and realized I could make people laugh, and that was cool. I like making people laugh because I'm just kind of goofy guy anyway. And I've always been a mimic, like even when I was a little kid, um, I, I would just try to mimic cartoons and other things that I saw and, and realize that I could do that stuff, make people laugh, and, and just bring some joy into the world. And uh, I did it all through high school. Um, I competed in speech and uh, theater. We were runner-up for state for UIL my junior year. I almost went to state uh, my senior year in speech and debate stuff. Um, I never did debate. I can't do, I, I'm not a lawyer, but like we did humorous interp, dramatic interp, prose poetry. And that was all under uh, my director, Lori Stewart, um, Kim Stinson. Uh, they were the ones that taught me all that. And, and they were, they were amazing. Lori's gone on to win tons of awards like throughout the state and nationally. Um, so I had really good training. I had really good teaching and doing it, but I never thought I was like good enough. I was like, ah, I don't think I can really make it. You know, I should go get a real job kind of thing. Cause I'm, I'm late to the game. I'm 42. I'm so bad, okay? um, and you know, uh, but I just kind of, uh, decided, uh, back in 2018, I was like, you know what, uh, I'm going to give this a shot see if I can make it, you know, see if I am good enough. I'm going to, I'm going to test myself and push myself and, and uh, it started at Anime Fest 2018. That's where it started. I took my oldest son. He wanted to go to Anime Fest. I had never been. We had been to a few cons before um, as a family. I have three sons. Uh, married 20 years to my best friend and my, my amazing wife, Martha, um, who supports me and everything. And uh, we have three boys. And uh, we had been to a few cons. We had actually had our own store for a while um, called Not Just Books, where we sold books, comics, old toys, vintage stuff, um, just nerd stuff. That's what we're into, you know. I wasn't super into anime and my kids were. And so like I, just, I went to check it out and just shop around kind of like I'm dad for the day. I will watch you and see what you do. <laughs> um, and then I saw that they had this thing on voice acting and I was in a breakout session with a, a studio called Starman Studios from Dallas. And I was like, I'm going to check that out, you know, and I went and watched and listened and paid close attention. And I was like, you know what? I think I could do that. I really do think I could make it. I could, I could give it a, a good try. And, so uh, what have you done for that? Oh gosh! <laughs> you just lost Greg. Oh my god! Why you picked you out again? You didn't do it. Scared him. That, um, that I went like this. Oh my god! Stop waving I'm, him off, CJ. I know. I'm sorry. You did the first time. I'm I did the sorry. second one. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm happened. Magic, magic over here. Oh anyway, so what all have you done since then? Because I know that you said some stuff has come up also since September. Yeah. So what all you, what stuff. all you got going on? So this is a few years back and, and I was slow getting into it, but then um, I started, um, I actually went back to my theater teacher and was talking to her about, you know, you know, doing voiceover and what do you think? And just this and that. And uh, she actually had me do a, a reel for her class. She um, she gave me this list and it was like a hundred and something voices or different people to try and impersonate and do voices of. And it's it's on my YouTube page somewhere down there in the bottom. Um, <laughs> and so I just I gave it a whirl. I had a little USB snowball mic. It wasn't great. Um, I hooked it up to GarageBand on my on my laptop and I was like, let's let's give it a try. And I think I did about like 80 of of the voices like wow. not great not all of them were great but you know they were decent or whatever close enough close close enough for hey it's okay to tune your own horn man and be like <laughs> yes they were badass like it's okay we all you can tune your own to be horn. like that okay i'll tune your horn okay i'm sure oh that my. they were better than you just said 
Okay. Um, yeah. And they, they were, ones, they were pretty good. Crazy. They were pretty good. Uh, you know, but, uh, and then I started doing some other stuff, uh, on, on YouTube and TikTok, And I would just, you know, I do like all Simpsons voices. Like I try to do every different voice that I could from the Simpsons and then family guy and then other stuff. And like I said, I've just always kind of been a natural mimic. I'm not the best impersonator. I'm not the best, you know, at anything, but I mean, I'm, I'm decent, you know? And, but I, I built the craft. That's the thing is like acting voice acting is acting. At, at its core, it, it's it's trying to find that character, not just trying to like, it's great if you can do a ton of voices, but like ultimately what a director is looking for at the end of the day is do they believe you? Um, that's what Jeremy Iman, um, who's in a ton of different stuff, uh, Fire Force, tons of different things. He's Funimation director um, that I got to be under. Uh, anyway, um, I started taking classes. I, I, I did the YouTube thing. I did um, some TikTok. I tried to all do it on my own. I tried to make my own demo reels. But I realized that I really needed to go and get some classes and get some training and be with the pros as much as possible. Like, if you want to be a pro, then be a pro. Like, get pro equipment. Like, do different things that will push yourself towards that level. Um, little by little. You know, not all at once. Um, I kept that USB mic for a while. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, and just uh, I started taking classes with that same studio, which it used to be. They used to be with Starman Studios, James Larrabee. And uh, Brian Massey, they, they used to be with Starman Studios. They started Iolite Studios here in Dallas. And uh, I started taking classes up there. I, I started networking. I started honing the craft, just working as much as I can, trying to take any auditions, any auditions that I could find anywhere. Because, you know, I mean, it's not that easy to find stuff. Just, you know, I, I think I started that my first cast role was actually my third thing that I auditioned for, which I was super psyched about. I was just like, oh, my gosh, I got something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was for a machinima. If you guys know what machinimas are, they're like, you know, they take different things from games um, like Grand Theft Auto or Skyrim or, you know, and they'll build their own story within that game and do get people to do character voices for it. So I got I got cast in uh, one for a Grand Theft Auto machinima. It Ooh. was a, they wanted a Grand Theft Auto there. <laughs> that was the first game I ever played was Grand Theft Auto Vice City on PlayStation 2. I'm not even going to lie. And I have played every single one since then. I'm a like dedicated fan on my PlayStation. I don't even know which one I have, but I downloaded Vice City for it because they don't like you know you can't play them on the upper levels. So I like totally rigged that and downloaded it right illegally. And I play that, and that is I love it. I mean, it it lets me get my violent side out without actually hurting people. It's quite fabulous. So you had me at Grand Theft Auto. Okay, and which with, one is this then? Because I think I might need to write that one down. Grand Theft Auto Vice City was probably one of the most popular of the entire franchise. Yes. Oh my gosh, the other ones were not that great. But and yeah. I actually never played it. I actually never played it. Oh um, my gosh. I played the original. I played the original. Oh I my gosh. So I'm, I'm sensing we're going to have a Grand Theft Auto Vice City party. Like, oh my gosh. Like, have, <laughs> well, you, can't, you can't continue living and not have played that game. Like, I'm sorry. You just can't. You can take a katana and just go and get like waterfalls of blood because you're just running down the street chopping people's heads off and it's perfect. It's amazing. So, so then you know you know no. the character Tommy Versetti, right? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. So <laughs> that's who they that's who I auditioned for. Oh, and they okay. told me they told me in the audition, they were like, He needs to sound like Ray Liotta. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, he needs to sound like Ray Liotta. Come on, what are you guys doing? And <laughs> and then I like I threw a little bit of myself into it um on the audition. And I was like, you think you're going to take over my empire and my businesses by yourself? And and the dude loved it. Right. And he was yes. just like, that's spot on. And I was like, I didn't even know. I'm just like, half of my 
what my accomplishments are because I was oblivious because <laughs> I am late to the game. Those I don't are the know greatest other times, man. Telling you, when in doubt, wing it or just do it. You know, I did, like, yeah. I did an audition the other day and they said it needed to sound like Jack Jacksepticeye. And I was like, who is that? And who my wife that? and kids are like, you don't know who that is. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I don't know. I'm I have no idea who that is. Okay. Yeah. So I don't feel so bad. Ray Liotta, I know, but that one I have no idea. Jack Septica, I guess he he's pretty big on YouTube, like a YouTuber per se. I don't I didn't know though, but I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Irish. That's all I said. I was like, he's Irish, and he kind of talks less and like this. And so I was like, all right. And so I did the audition like that, and then I went and listened to the guy, and I was like, okay, that's not too bad. So <laughs> actually, I'll listen to it over and over. Anything I'm trying to copy, and for anybody out there that wants to do voiceover, if you want to sound like somebody else. The best advice that I possibly could give you, and Frank Caliendo, who's probably the best at that, would say the same thing. Listen to it over and over and over and over and over and over and keep trying to copy it. And there's this some voices that I still can't do unless I'm hearing it. This like is Optimus Prime. To me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to do it because, you know, I'm just so animated. But I should probably just do children's like movies because I'm not, you know, mm. No, no, unless you, you want like a that, ghetto, man. you know, unless you need like someone to go ghetto real quick, because I can do that. Okay. <laughs> I can be like, Whoo, what? No, you know, I you can don't do have that. to do a million voices. You don't oh, have to I'm be not... able to do tons. Well, you you can have just two. one that's animated. And like, again, a director wants to believe you. Girl, and, and if you're just genuine, mm-hmm. that's the best way to go. Okay. So listen, okay. Because I feel listen, like me, okay. me, me and you are very similar. We don't understand how it's going on. Okay, no, 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 okay. No, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Greg has heard me do it. This is the only show I've ever done it on, and I'm not going to do it tonight. Oh, God. Here we go. I have always thought that I would be like fantastic at voiceovers, right? And so my husband, who I love, I love dearly is indian okay he's a first generation. oh no and so i do oh my gosh this is so bad i do the best indian accent ever so when i'm like really upset with him or trying to poke fun at him i start talking to him like that and then he's like he just his mouth drops right and he just looks at me <laughs> he was just like why do you do that so good being a white girl right oh it's so great i, I love it it's the greatest thing ever no i'm not oh, gonna do it come, oh, come on. on you've already no, done it you've it before I don't know. Like, this actually on. brings this actually brings up something really great and, <laughs> and what's actually going on in voiceover is there's a huge thing with like, you know, voices you can do and voices you can't do based on who you actually are. Yeah. <laughs> like I even though I can try to sound like someone who's African American, I'm not supposed to now. Yeah. And, and that's understandable. Same thing, Hank Azaria, one of my heroes, um, who does so many voices on The Simpsons and so many other voices, he stopped doing a poo because it was oh. offensive to people. You know what yeah. I mean? He stopped, and I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I'm that guy that's like, who does it the best? Who can, if, if oh, res- whether you're anything. actually that or not, you know, I mean, it, it's not, so it, it's a hard place to be in because you don't want to be offensive to anyone. But hey. at the same time, stereotypes are stereotypes <coughs> for a reason. I'm married well, to a beautiful I I feel like I can own that though because I'm married to my husband. I okay. put up with his ass. My mother and not from the Philippines. Okay. okay. I know. I put up with it for so long, but just because people are asking for it, I have to like be in the mood for it. I don't even know if I could do it now. I feel like I'm being put on the spot. Um, but I'm just like, oh, Joshua, what are you doing? You can't do that today. What? No, you have lost your mind. You're just useless. What Sit is down. The problem I, don't with that? I don't understand. Why See? the heck are you doing yes. that? Oh my gosh. No, thank you for calling tech support, Doc. And I hope exactly. you exactly what the heck is wrong. Yes. I'm telling you, oh, we have a bond right now. Like, oh my gosh, this is just. Amazing. Like, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a delight. Thank you. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. in the computer. The one I cannot do, I cannot do a British accent. I've tried so hard and you know I what? just can't. I can't. You know what's <laughs> funny is that there's not just like one British. Like, because no, that's that's something somebody asked me one time. Uh, one of the directors, there's not they just were like, one English either. There was like, How's your British? And I was like, Which British? <laughs> right? Because you got like this, like Cockney, right? Everybody knows that, right? And then you've got Uppercross. Like, we talk like I, I, Kensington. I fail you know, miserably. So yeah. many different. I mean, there's so oh. many different, like, just like in America, like where we have so many different dialects in, in our country, they have so many different dialects in their country as you go through it. But yeah. Oh, I can't. I my just, favorite thing is my husband's from South Africa. He was born in South Africa. So, oh, when we're, it's yeah. great. so when we're listening to him, it's like, okay, is this person Australian, South African, or English? So we kind of play a game of, okay, which one is it? By just listening to the slight, there's a slight difference between all three. Hi, mm. new Doug. I love that. I love it. I love that you started like later in the game because that honestly shows you can really do it, right? What was the actor's name in Game of Thrones that he, I mean, he had just started acting and he landed the Game of Thrones thing. Wow. Was, like, his, like first couple mm -hmm. ones. It's not He's, Dinklage. I know that. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I love Peter Dinklage. He's amazing. I loved him before that show, but yeah. I don't know. It was one of those like where they started acting later in life, and like Game of Thrones was one of like their first like couple ones that they had done. They did like a couple before, but they weren't as big as Game of Thrones. I, know I thought it was. I thought it was the. It was Jon Snow, wasn't it? The guy that played Jon Snow. Maybe I know. I thought it was the. I thought it was the the like smaller person. That's not. That's no, not Peter Dinklage. Isn't wasn't him. No, he was an elf. He was in so many other. He movies has been in a lot. No, 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 no. Hold on. Ah, hold on. Love him, it's, pixels. Oh my god. He's like Warwick Davis. He's been in so many yes. things. No, I know, you but even... like you know who we know what type of person you are by how you know him. No, yeah. I know, but he started, one of those guys. he started later in life acting. He didn't. He started acting in like I don't. I want to say it was like his forties that he like started acting. I no. mean. While Amy's looking that up, I have oh to ask y'all, did y'all hear that they were doing a Weird Al biopic? I think I saw what? something about that. And, and, and they have Daniel Radcliffe as the actor. No way. Harry Potter as, yeah. as Weird Al? As Weird Al. No. I don't know if I can see Harry Potter as I, Weird Al. I can't see I, that. Well, I can't totally totally unsee so. that either. That thought's I can't, like I that. It's literally what I read. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe has been taken for. <laughs> I could see that. I could just because he could play like off the wall when he asked people. I could totally see it. That's all I could see for that. But anyway. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, not even going to go there. No, I'm not no. even going to go there. I'm going to be. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to be. Hey, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Dude, I'm not, not going to do it. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I am dying to. I feel like I just. <laughs> I'm going to express I'm dying to, but I'm not. Oh, going to. I could see a lot of. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to pretend that I am a good person. I already own the fact that I'm not. So <laughs> keep going. Oh, I know that. I, 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 I put out a facade, though. I mean, like, <laughs> whatevs. So oh, what, did, what did we put in our cups? My yes, great seven up. Guess. Even though it's green, you can still see my seven up. You're the next <laughs> contestant. Mm. I used to I do mean, that on live streams, actually. Yeah. I would play that game. I, I love like, it. Guess what's in Dan's cup? Because it could be tea. It could be coffee. 
Could be whiskey. Could be margarita. Could be. Hey, I was only Hey, look, I will own it. I have tea and whiskey in mine. I'm not even gonna lie. Like that's <laughs> legit what I have. It's you know private. what? That's not what I would have guessed. I would have guessed you as a red wine or a margarita girl. Oh no! That oh is gosh, totally where I would have gone. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know, and Amy do not mix. Okay, no. But whiskey, <laughs> bourbon, and no. like everything else. I'm the tequila person oh, in the group. No, no, I am. no, no, no. Jose Cuervo. I will own the fact that I, I am, I am a tequila drinker. So it's like I, if, mm-hmm. if I go to my husband and ask him to make me a blue slushy, which is blue tarantula tequila, he knows I've had a really crappy day. Yeah. See if. If, if Amy drinks tequila, ghetto Amy comes out, and you don't want you're gonna have to bail me out, and no one wants to come bail me out when I've had tequila. Okay, I'll so, bail you out. No, I'm telling you, just leave me. I'll sleep better and just let me sleep. <laughs> like, come get me the next day, but no, you no, you think you've had a taste of ghetto Amy? You ain't seen nothing. You don't know. Me. You mm-mm. don't know. Mm-mm. No, now, you don't. Now, just so you know, I do do a little bit of research before I do have people come on the show. And yeah. your wife actually really? did a God. You, Why? You and your wife actually did a book together. We did. Oh. Um, um, we did it on ACX. It was called Santa versus Aliens. Ooh. Um, I played all the male voices and the main narrator. My wife did uh, all the female voices and elves and things that are too high because I can't pinch my toes. Yeah. So how long did that take to do? And what a oh genius gosh. idea. Who came up with the idea? Um, my wife came up with the idea. She'd actually done a couple of audiobooks before. She's actually a great voice actress in her own right. Okay. She just hasn't like tried to get into it. She loves doing the audiobooks though and wants to do more of that, um, which she's amazing at. Um, she's done one called Razor's Edge. And I know, um, Amy, you do a whole other like thing about authors, right? A whole other <laughs> podcast. I'm a writer too, actually. Like, just so you I know. do. Yes, I was kind of thrown off by that. I'm like, I do a whole what? Like, no. <laughs> just so you know, I don't just do the funny voice. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't put out for authors. I'm sorry. Okay, I hope not. Not Avenue. Okay, Jeez, I hope not. Oh my god. I mean, that's just that's what caught me. I have to say, like you do, you do authors. I mean, no, no. I'm gonna just. I know we're going to backtrack real hard. No, I do have another podcast for authors. Yes, I do. I do that. I actually, I started writing poetry when I was like 13, just as an outlet. And it just kept going. Um, I got involved in, in creative writing in high school and I did a lot of short stories and things like that. I've written one full manuscript that has yet to be published. Um, It's still being edited (laughs) and probably forever will be. But uh, Kathy Tires, who uh, has done some Star Wars books and some other uh, amazing fiction of her own, um, did the first chapter of editing for it. And she basically told me I had chops for writing. Uh So um, so I kept with it and just kind of went the route that most of the great writers that I know did and just started writing short stories. So there's actually a couple short stories on my on my podcast too, or on my podcast. This is your podcast. (laughs) I only have a YouTube page for crying out loud. Um, but on my YouTube page, there's a couple that I uh, wrote and narrated and kind of like dramatized um, oh, that are nice. on there too. So yeah, um, that's cool. something that I'm very interested in as well as writing. But yes, my wife is amazing. She's so well read. She loves books so much so that my entire house is overflowing with books everywhere. Um, that's and not a bad nice. thing. It's not, well, yeah, it's not a bad she's thing. She's a brilliant woman. That's she, what I'm saying. She's a brilliant woman. I don't know how she ended up with me still. I'm still trying to figure <laughs> that out, but I'm thankful every day. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, uh, we did the book together. It was a lot of fun. It's doing a book is more like a marathon versus other voice acting stuff where you're just, you know, in the booth for maybe two hours, three hours at the most. I've yeah. only been in, I've only been in a pro booth, like paid um, for an uh, hour at the most ever. Okay. Um, but they paid me more than they said they were going to. So that's really great. So nice. the way that that came about, though, was through going to these classes. Um. And it's not a pay-to-play thing. Like, you don't go to these classes and just expect to get a job. Like, one of the directors, Morgan LaRue, who's an amazing voice actress and director uh, for Funimation, she uh, was was one of the ones that was in that class directing me. And she said everything's an audition. And it really is. Like, everything you do when it comes to this industry is an audition. How you put yourself forward, how you approach people. Because you don't want to just go up to people that like are in the industry and be like, hey, check out my stuff. I can do some voices. It's really cool. It's really awesome. You don't want to be like that. You know what I mean? Like, because they're just people too, and they have a job and they have a life, and there's a right way to do it to submit for things. Um, you know, getting your pro demo reel together and all these different things. But anyway, um, she said everything's an audition. So I remembered from back in high school, like we would try to make my director laugh. Like that was our point. Like if we were doing a comedy, which uh, uh CJ, you you do a lot of with the Renaissance. Uh, right. So do you remember when they used to do Commedia del Carte? Did you ever see that? No, I actually just started this year. Greg is more the one that would. That Greg's right. the one that's been going since then. Yeah, um, this is my first year at the Renaissance Festival. Well, well, there was one here in Dallas that, um, or towards Dallas, it was Waxahachie. I do the Comic Con. Scarborough Fair. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tim great. Shane, who's an amazing actor uh, in his own right and has been in the area for a long time, they used to do this thing called Commedia del Carte, which is a take on. Um, Commedia del Arte, which is like Italian comedy with the long masks. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. they have I'm Dr. Sainsu, you know, whatever. And like yeah. there was always Star Cross Lovers, there's always all these different things. Well, we did a couple of those shows in high school. They're hilarious. Yeah, they're they are. Even after all that they've like surpassed all this time, they're still funny today if you watch them. Oh, yeah. One. That and silent movies are hilarious. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And people don't even like like it's just a forgotten art. But um I used to be really involved in that. And so when we were doing those shows, like our whole point was like, let's make our director laugh. Let's get her, let's get her to laugh. If we get her to laugh, then we know we did good. And so I took that same like premise, like into the booth with me. And I was like, if I can get whoever I'm working with to laugh or to like, you know, whatever, then I know I'm doing well. Well, I had her like laughing. And so I knew I was doing okay. And then like two or three weeks, almost a month went by after that class. And I get this email that's like, you're in the show, you know, can you come to the studio? What day can you come to the studio? And I was like, I auditioned for a bunch of stuff. So I was like, I don't even remember auditioning for this. I was like, what the heck is this? And it was um, Tales of Luminaria, the game, um, which is Tales of is like a really popular series. Um, they have a ton huh. of different, I guess, almost 20 years within the franchise of it. And it, it's it's very anime. It's a lot like um, uh, Genshin impact but um but at the same time it's it's its own thing um and anyway so i find out that i'm supposed to go to this actual studio and do a job and i didn't know that it was her but i get to the studio and it's her and i'm like oh my gosh hey what's up and she was like yeah i just wanted to bring you in you know you did really great in in class and stuff and i was really impressed and so you know i wanted to see what you could do in the booth and uh so i was like great you know and i go in and i i guess it was like four different npcs Mm -hmm. that she had me read for and and it seemed to go really well i get out of the booth and she was like how did that feel and i was like it felt great you know it was amazing 
And she was like, good. I'll bring you back again. I just had to make sure you don't suck. <laughs> I, She's like, well, I am glad that I didn't suck, you know? I'm just so I, I had her autograph this for me, and I had her sign it as, to Dan, I just had to make sure that you don't suck. <laughs> I love it. Nice. I and, love it. So, so that that was my big break, and then aside from that, I've done a couple of other games. I've done um, in just since October. My pro demo wow. reel came out at the end of October. Um, I got booked for two games and another, a couple other animated things. Nice. So, I mean, just little by little, it's 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 just happening. And but it's it's two years worth of work before it before that that I put in. And mm-hmm. the nights when I was like, "Oh God, I'm never gonna be anything." Oh God! <laughs> and my wife had to come in and like, "It's okay, honey. You're fine. You're good. You're okay. Um, yeah, I get it." But yeah, so so that's that's basically where I'm at now. And uh, I've got a couple of things in the works, and uh, I just keep auditioning. And I'm super thankful that you guys brought me on today. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are out there that are aspiring voice actors. Again, all I can tell you is just push towards your dream. I actually did a top 10 things that I learned in my first year in voice acting somewhere on my Instagram and TikTok or something. Can you tell us what they are? Um, Mostly it's just, you know, like I said, voice acting is, is acting. It's a craft. you got to hone it. Um, I I worked improv uh, for a long time doing live streams on TikTok and another app called live it um, where I just go on for like an hour at a time. And I just improv. I would just come up with these different care. I, I went out. I went to the thrift store and I bought a bunch of crap, like just different hats and like goofy wigs and scarves. And I would just, I like, I put on a cowboy hat and be, like, all right, I'm Cowboy Dan. Come on down to Cowboy <laughs> Dan Steakhouse. Guarantee you, if you go up and down, order any steak on the menu, we'll give you a free trip to the cellar. Oh my gosh! You Love know what's funny is I can guarantee you, I can go to a restaurant here, you know, in the boonies where I live, and someone in that restaurant talks just like that. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that is so true. I'm not even like, and I'm born and raised like Texan. Okay, so I've like heard that my whole life, but I literally live in a town I consider the boonies. And uh, yes, I feel like if one person, 10 people in that damn restaurant sound like that, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I thoroughly actually love it because I know that I'm in the South and that makes me happy. But I'm just saying, yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Just, yes. But yeah, so I mean, I, I, I had another one where I like had a little koala puppet from like when I was a kid and I had a, found an Aussie hat. And so but, right, I'm Bruce and this is Bruce as well. Right, we're from Melbourne. Right. You know, I mean, I just I just go off and and like the more that's the other thing is be sustainable. Like Mm -hmm. anybody can do a voice for like a couple of lines. But can you can you sustain it? Can you be can you be that character for 30 minutes? Can you be that character for an hour? And again, mm -hmm. I can definitely do that. They just want to believe you. They want to believe you. It's it's, screw the accent. They they just want to believe you. Mm-hmm, if they mm-hmm, can believe mm-hmm. you, because it's it's not just about what you can do as far as tweaking your voice. It's about whether or not you can be believable, whether or not you can be real. And and that's that's one of the biggest things I've learned. Just work hard at it, you know, believe in yourself, because I've doubted myself so many times. I've had so like little confidence at self-confidence at sometimes, even though I, I knew I was good. You know, it's like I know I'm good, but it's like I'm looking for other people's validation and approval. And it's like I didn't need that even. It mm-hmm. came. It came after I put the work in. But I didn't need it the whole time. Some, sometimes you, know, but... you just kind of need that to say, yes, you're on the right track. Keep going. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I'm so thankful to every single person that's tuned in from the beginning. I started doing my cats' voices. Like, I, I have two cats. 
Navi and Tattle, which are named after fairies from the Legend of Zelda series. I'm such a nerd. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, well, my wife and my kids, we all name them. But still, like, one day I was just like, I'm going to give my cat a voice. And like, she plays Fetch, my older cat, which not a lot of cats do that, but she does. Or at least she used to. She's old. I used to have one that did. Yeah. Um, and I was freaked out by it. And I was just like, I did this voice and she was like an evil scientist or something. I was like, oh no, human, you're not teaching me anything. I'm training you. And then like, <laughs> and then it evolved, um, into this other character. And like, I did this whole series. Um, and I would just, I would just record cause they're both weird. The other one's little. And like, I ended up giving her a voice that sounded like a very effeminate man from Texas. Oh, hi y'all. What are y'all doing right now? <laughs> Come on, buddy. All right. Um, but it just evolved these voices evolved and they became their own characters and they became their own show and i was just like okay animals are entertaining we have oh gosh, uh, main main mix that... no do you know that movie scary movie and the butler in there and he's like take my strong hand that's what that voice sounded. i mean i was like oh my gosh i've heard that before and that is what <laughs> oh my gosh yes i was like i've seen this i've seen this i know it okay I love it. Okay. Say, animals not- are entertaining. We have one that's named Samson. I tell him that that's Jeff Dunham's Walter in cat form. And then we have a dog that I say is like a combination of Scrappy-Doo meets Jeff Dunham's peanut. And so that's those are our animals. So, I mean, you, they could be entertaining. Yeah. They're a lot we of fun. A, mm-hmm. We have about practice. eight or nine cats out here, and I'm just picturing all these different voices now on them. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, no. Videos of Greg doing that next. Oh my gosh! Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. He's gonna video them, and then he's gonna put voices to each of them, and and he'll that'll that'll be his next YouTube video. I put it. I put it out there at one point on TikTok, like for other people to send me (laughs) their animals. And this lady had two lizards that were a male and a female lizard, and like so, I did. Oh it my wasn't. God. It wasn't horrible. But do like, we want to know where this is going, Dan? Do we want to know? That's my question. Kind of sliding. It was good. The it was no, it wasn't that. It wasn't. It was not. It was. It didn't go that far. Let's. Say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, but it okay. was like sure. right there. It oh my like... gosh. Well, but speaking of cats that do weird things, like yours plays fetch. I have a black cat that, for some reason, loves me dearly. I don't know why, because I'm. I'm not mean to this cat, but I like to just irritate it. It's fun for me. I don't know. So it's one of the he loves it. Okay. I picked this cat out. So it's like a, we have that kind of relationship. Anyways, when I get a bath, he likes to come get a bath with me and he'll sit like on the corner of my bathtub and then he like eases in. And then like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm such an ass sometimes. And then I like scare him and he's like, ah, and he like gets out, but he's all soaking wet. It's hilarious. It is the greatest thing in the whole wide world. So if you haven't done that or anything, I'm sure that's on YouTube by somebody. It's freaking hilarious. So I recommend it 100%. That is, it brings me have, such joy. It I used to have a cat that played fetch and this cat was so weird. It loved water. Like we'd come yeah, home and there would be stuffed animals in the toilet. And I'm like, it was a dolphin. So I'm like, oh, at least, at least it's in the right spot. And then no. it would play in the water. How like, you know, usually the can opener would bring the cat running. Me doing the dishes would bring the cat running and the cat would come in and play in the water. And I'm like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to clean these dishes, dude. Oh, my cat's cats are a, weird. My I cat's like such a fatty. I just have to walk into the kitchen and she's like, meow, 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 meow. 
She knows I'm going to end up giving her something. But Nice. See, I just want to get a bath by myself. Maybe that's why I'm so mean to my cat when he jumps in the bath with me, because I don't want to get out covered in black cat hair, because that is hard to get off. I don't care what no one tells you. It is harder than freaking dog hair to get off. We have a lot of Wearing black with a white dog, that's just, that doesn't go good either. I have a white dog too, man. I feel the pain on both levels. Both levels, okay? I'm just saying, <laughs> I feel this hardcore. But I am sorry that black cats don't like you. I never thought I'd be a cat person or that, you know, I pick a black cat because, you know, whatever. But this cat, I held it. He purred. He went in the box. I mean, it was just like a whole thing. <laughs> and then, like, I'm, I'm a huge sucker. Like, it really put up a big battle, right? Like, oh, love me. No. And then, my cousin, okay. Long story short, my cousin, my husband is this huge cat person because he says that they're living furniture and you don't really have to take care of them. So the cat that he got is useless. It is the most useless animal that I have. Okay. I have a dog and then I have my black cat. My black cat is a dog in a cat's body and my dog is a cat in a dog's body. Okay. It's totally backwards. Like back ass words. Okay. Legit. I had one of those and, before. Yeah. And so it's like, then there's my husband's cat who is like, honestly... I forget she's here half the time. I don't know where the hell she is. And like, I call her name and she just kind of pokes her head out and then she realizes that it's me. And so she goes back in her cubby. I don't know. I guess I scared this cat. But anyways, we went to get this cat and I was only going to get this cat and I was going to go fade to the puppy section, right? It's like, yo, you love me. Let's get a puppy. Yeah. And two cats later. Okay. Two freaking cats later because I, I'm a sucker. Okay, I'm just saying, if you meet me in person, you can't pull these on my heartstrings because I fall for them. And the lady was like, Amy, kittens do better in pairs. And we're having a sale on black cats. <laughs> oh, my. No. No, one, no one wants black cats and we're having a sale. So me being my, like, sassy self was like, okay, whatever. And she's like, if you hold this cat, it purrs because it just wants to be how and it loves it. Well, my husband is completely useless, okay? Because he told me he didn't even hold her or him. And he was like, you've sold me if you've sold her. Like, I'm good if she says yes. Well, damn. She puts the cat right here. It cuddles up. And it's just like vibrating and purring, which I'm kind of freaking out about because I didn't know what to do that. Wait, it vibrated? Hold on. I'm not yeah. Sure. yeah, like when it purrs, it was like, ooh, yeah. I'm just saying. It was like, like I moving things. Animals did that. Dogs don't do that. Okay. Dogs they lick you no. and stuff, but they don't vibrate when they purr. It's weird. Okay. I'm just throwing it's weird. Anyways, it, I was a sucker because she was like, no one wants a black cat and it was born here and everyone in its litter has been adopted, but it pulled on my heartstrings. Damn cat went in the box. I was like, God, <laughs> what the hell? It just I'm not allowed to look at any animals because my husband knows I want to ask him to bring them all home. Well, well, dogs will give you that. That loving look and like, oh, pet me, oh, feed me. You're such a god. Cats are like, I'm a god. Uh -huh. You feed me. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, yes, I love you. You're great. And it's like, just wait till you go to sleep. I'll kill you. Yeah, my cat looks at me. Our like, sleeps in the bathroom, away from all of us, and the door shut. No, mine cuddles with me and then will look at me like, oh, you're still here. What? Fine here. And like, you know, rubs up on me or whatever. And it's just like, I own this. Like, you're still here. Get out. You know, we have this whole like sassiness to each other kind of thing. But I mean, like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I think that was your husband poking his head in. Oh, that you guys, I have to go. That's me being summoned by if I don't be <laughs> going to kick my ass. So, Dan, it was a pleasure meeting you. I'm so glad it was great to meet you. Well, I met, you, you know, we, voice work. 
Right? Okay, I'm totally going to do it. And I like that we got to play, you know, what's in the cup, because I love it. But Mine's whiskey and Coke, by the way. Just, oh, I never I never told better. you. Oh, my Coke. gosh. I need to come party with you even better. But <laughs> I'm so glad that I got to be on at least most of the time with you. Keep doing what you're doing. I think it's amazing. And I can't wait to have you back on to see what kind of trouble me and you can cause together. But until then... <laughs> I'm out, you guys. Stay tuned to see, I guess, what happens else on the con hour or Greg's just going to mute my ass. One or the other. You never know. <laughs> but anyways, have a good weekend, everybody. Pull up the signs. Pull up the signs. <laughs> <laughs> the hook that comes from the side. <laughs> it's kind of... Hexen, stage left even. Something oh. like that. That's awesome. Man, guys, this has been so much fun. Though. This has been so great. I really, really appreciate you guys having me on. And... um. And yeah, I, I I like what you, I like what your show's dynamic is. Like Greg, you're like a fatherly kind of guy that just oversees everything. <laughs> Amy's like this wildness that wild just child. can hardly be contained. I love her energy. I really do. She genuinely. Do I makes even me want laugh. to know where you've categorized me? You you're the reason, CJ. Like you always bring <laughs> things back to center. Like you're like okay, so we were talking about this actually. Yeah, at least or, from what I've seen. Uh, that's or when Amy starts going at it and Greg starts muting us, I'm, I'm fixing, mad. I'm fixing to go places and people are going to be calling me Pops. <laughs> it genuinely is a great dynamic that you three have going on. And, you know, when I when I first got asked to be on the show, I think I got it through Wildcast. It was Wildcast. I, I didn't even know, like, what I was doing because I'm just like, I'll sign up for anything. Yeah. <laughs> um and but I do I like to do my research too. I like to do my homework. And so I started watching the show and I'm like, if I'm gonna be on this, I should genuinely know what they're do. And like do um, you really you guys... know what we do? Because half the time we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> That's what makes it special, yes. <laughs> Honestly. And I put that sometimes in the ads. I'm like, you never know what's gonna happen, but you're gonna you know don't. you're gonna have fun. You know you're gonna have fun. You guys talk about all the things I love, like comics, um, Star Wars. Nerd stuff, just I love it. I love it. Star Trek. Yeah, I did. My brother's the Trekkie. Okay, in the family, oh. my dad and my brother were. I I have some Trek. You can see. Thank you. I do a decent, and it's <clears throat> you do a who? Oh my! Who was that? <laughs> was that supposed to be? Oh my gosh! I've I've had it like I I did it terribly just now, which is which is great. Um. Uh, no, Sulu, uh, George Takao. Oh, okay. I, I'm ashamed that I would try to do that kind of impression. Of Actually, George no, Takao. that's pretty good. Pretty good. good job. It was better after I said I was ashamed. Yes. But I can hear it. Good job. Yeah, I'm the um, cosplayer. That's mine. And my wife loves doing costuming, and we have plans for cosplays, but like mm. we haven't gone as far as like she wants her own workshop, like where she can do stuff. And fabricate, and uh, me too. I want to do Gang Warka from My Hero really bad, hmm. which uh, that's something I didn't mention. Like My Hero is actually a big part of why I got into doing voice acting. Um, I started watching that show, and like I just related to Midoriya. Like he has this dream and this desire to be here to save people with a smile on his face, and it's like my whole thing was like I just want to make people laugh. I just want to bring some joy into the world and do what I love doing. Because the first time I got into a, a real booth in front of a real director and let go, like, I felt like I was a racehorse that never got to run full out. Oh, nice. Like, I just felt like this is what I was meant to do. This is what I was supposed to do. And I put it off for so long because I didn't think I was good enough by whatever standards. And, and so it's just, it's just a message to anyone out there. Pursue your dreams. I mean, go after what, what, what matters to you. 
at the end of the day, I still work a nine to five job. I still go, I, I'm an assistant community manager for a senior living facility. Jeez, oh, um, I bet you're a kick. <laughs> we're an independent senior living facility. So I'm sure. Not, but, um, but yeah, uh, we have a lot of fun. Um, I do events up there and stuff, but like, it's still my nine to five. I don't get paid just to do voice work all the time now. That's my dream is to eventually someday Disney's going to, Hey, would you like to come to a voice? Um, uh, or, you know, Funimation or somebody is going to be there at some point that I could actually do this and feed my family at the same time. That's the dream. But like for now, I just do it because I love it because I mean, it's a small chance still that I'll really make it, make it, but you know what? I'm going to give it everything I got plus ultra. Well, and that's, that's what you got to do. Like for writing, I started with one book. Now I have my 16th is coming out next Tuesday. I mean, you just, you start little and you, nobody starts big. If Books you start big, you're going to fall. Books are so hard. That's why I kept with short stories. Kind of like, go up. Like I thought about trying to do a thing where I could like write write a chapter a week type of thing, like no. to push myself. But like, books are hard. <laughs> books are really books are hard to, to to narrate or to do. What does it say? Yes, what, Trevor, you know? totally agree. Yes, yes. Love what absolutely. you do for a living, and you'll never hate going to work. And I don't. And I I I'm an author, blogger, podcaster, and publisher. So I don't hate going to work because it's my house. <laughs> Like, that's the like goal. Commute, the commute is from my bedroom to the living room. <laughs> like everybody else is like against the when it happened with the quarantine because that's kind of no. what got me into it. Was like, I'm like I was no, quarantined. I live here, and I had to keep telling people, "I'm like, yes, I appreciate the fact that you're home, but please leave me alone because I'm still working." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have to create. My God, <laughs> come on! If you want books, you have to leave me alone. <laughs> it's a process. Like said, it's I'm hard. author podcaster, and it's mm -hmm. just like. I keep myself extremely busy just with this show itself. It's really. But you do all of the, the background stuff. We just kind of show up and have fun. But, you know, you're the one that does, like, all the hard work. And Pay sometimes no you don't get credit for it. But, but you do. You do all that background stuff. And, of course, we have our, you know, our begging. You know, like Michael Shanks, um, Sean Aston, <laughs> Bill Wheaton, Ryan Reynolds. Any of those listening? I got, I got one coming up that... <gasps> We're just doing a final date. That's but. why I'm part, one of those. From I'm really thankful. I know you guys have had some big people on the show, and like I'm like I don't feel like I'm anybody yet. Like I'm like I'm trying to get to that point where I can meet these people and be like, hey, how's it going? Would you like? I think I could play Paul Giamatti's illegitimate son in anything. Like I mean, everybody. They're, they're really everybody cool. is somebody. <laughs> everybody is somebody. Everybody is somebody. And when you talk to them, they're just down to earth people. Like DC Glenn, shoot, we talked for what an hour and a half with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Sorbo was an hour, but I mean, they're they're just regular people who have been working this whole line this whole time and kind of going up the up the ladder. Yep. They're still Stephanie people. Nadoni, we started Aldoni, Steve Andrino. Yep. We Steve started Andrino. going to get autographs um, for our Mercs that we had. Like uh, my wife and I went for the shop. Um, I think the first one we did was Ray Park, um, Darth Maul. We went and got his autograph on a figure and a comic. And I think we ended up selling one. And the other one we gave away as a gift. Um, my wife got Chuck Norris's. She got, um, oh gosh, Lou Ferrigno. Wow. Um, she got she got a couple others. And, and we started just doing that because we were like, well, if you can get this person's signature on it, it ups the value of whatever it is that that thing and we were doing it more as a business but it was also just cool just to meet these people and just talk mm -hmm. to them and just be like hey what's up uh, um because you know at the end of the day like so 
so many of the things that we love and, and appreciate, like it becomes a part of you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't even know all the people that have done voice work in like my hero or a lot of the other things that I, that I love. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Brian Massey is my voice coach. Um, I don't know if you guys knew who Brian meant. Brian Massey is, but he's amazing. He's been in my hero. He's been in uh, Dragon Ball. He's been in tons of different things, but he works with iLight studios and he's really who got me where, where I am um, just through, through coaching, just through being there, just being genuine, just being a really awesome guy, him and James Larrabee. I, I can't sing their praises enough. Cause um, like I said, that's, that's really what got me my start was just working with them and staying in touch with them. Cause I met them, like I said, back in 2018, but I didn't do these classes until last year. You know, I just stayed in touch with them. I, I was trying to go the route of getting a free, a free ride. I was like, hey, can you hear what I can do? And then maybe give me a chance to come into the studio. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens where you can get, you know, but they're a business too. They've got to make money too. And and they've got to feed their families too. And so like, as soon as I did that and got in there and showed them what I could do, like we built a relationship, not just based on, you know, business, but like they're actually, I feel like they're, they're colleagues. Like they introduced me as a voice actor to their families. And I was like, holy crap, I'm not even... <laughs> What, what, what just happened here? Like, so. Well, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why we love talking to people like you and Stephanie and, you know, a lot of the voice actors and just actors themselves and magicians and all sorts of people. It's like, you guys give us an insight as to who you are and how you got there. So those people that are paying attention can go, okay, well, he went this way, this way, this way, and this way. And she went this way and this way. So maybe I can try it that way, you know, and it's, it's just kind of nice to talk to them to find out how you, how you got to where you were, but also who you are as a person. And that's and the also, part I love about this. And it also, like she said, depends because we had Melanie Conan who mm-hmm. did the voice of Lucy and she was what, eight? 10 to 12 years old when she got that part? Eight. I thought yeah. it was like 10 eight or, No, she might've been nine. Maybe it was she nine. Said she was the youngest. But she didn't stop pursuing the craft. Mm-hmm. She went on to do radio. She went on to do all these other things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what's important. It's like, she fell in love with it young. I mean, I fell in love with it young, but then I put it aside. I was just like, man, you're not good enough, kid. But then like, like I said, like it came around and I was like, you know what? I, I have to believe in myself and what I can do and, and take what other people, the feedback that other people give me, which has been good and, and push forward, man. Plus ultra, just, just go. And voice and acting is like grown massively. It, it has. Like- the market is huge right now. It's enormous because mm-hmm. especially because of COVID, like mm-hmm. people have stopped going to studios. Like mm-hmm. Funimation ha- is just now starting to open its doors back up for people to come in. Like mostly it's been from home and it's like my home setup. I hopefully it sounds okay on this, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's not the best, most professional. I'm in a tiny closet in my house right now. I thought and this you is were. Where I the it is behind you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> This I is did a blanket from Mexico. That's what I thought. I have one that's kind of like that. In Mexico. Okay. I have one that's like that. Because it's cowboy colors is why I bought it. Even though I'm ashamed of them two still. Ago, um, and the guy was in the closet. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, like, I've got cut foam all over the walls around me. And like, mm-hmm. it's a tiny little space. But this is where I work at. This is where I it's do what I do. Soundproofed. That's what you need to do. Uh, you don't have to have the most like great equipment. Like I said... Like to be a pro, you you get pro equipment, you do all these things to be more professional, but you start out with what you've got. Mm-hmm. I started with that little snowball mic and my phone, pretty much. And like that was it. 
And like I started going, and then as I went along, I've got a little bit better. I got an, you know, an X XLR mic. I got a Scarlet Solo. I, you know, just slowly, slowly, I, I buy little things and and do things to to make it sound better. And and you know, eventually, I'll have a booth, a real booth someday. Dear God, <laughs> please, dear Lord, please. Um, <laughs> but you also yeah. had, and this is crucial. You also had your family support. Like I've had yes. my husband and my sister behind me this whole way through. I it's could like not have done this without my wife. Yeah, because we hit those my points kids could care less. where it's like, why am I doing this? And so when the family is supporting and encouraging you to push forward, that helps out immensely. I couldn't have done it without them, either one of them. Sometimes I'll tell my kids, I'll be like, I met so-and-so who does the voice of this. And they'll be like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't know how cool that is! Ah! <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Not my shot. No, I'm just kidding. No, my kids are great. Um, I have one of the three that I think my youngest, I think he could have the gift, as oh. you say. Like, I mean, I think he could have a, a knack for theater. He hasn't pursued it yet, but like, you I must see it train the young him. pad one early. Wax mm. on, wax off. No, young pad one. Oh, that's you. <laughs> <It's>, no, <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> Put your inner Yoda on for young pad one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look cool, they do. I have Yoda all over my room. Train the young pad one early. One thing I do want to say is before we end up going here is one, we finally got our first listener in Melbourne, Australia. Our first Australian. Yes. Yes. Oh, you're from Melbourne. Thank you. I love it. So we we finally went down under. Yay. That stop. Don't go. I wish I had my hat. Like I have an Aussie hat and my little koala, like we were, we were right on Bruce and I'm Bruce, like we're from Melbourne. Like we, that was a, that was a whole bit. Like when I used to do uh, the live streaming thing on live it or whatever, which was a lot of fun. Like, and again, that, that was, that was a huge help to the craft because a lot of it's improv. When you go into a booth for a job, when I went for Luminaria, I had no idea what I was reading for. I had no mm. script ahead of time. You walk into the booth, do this and they expect you to be able to change on a dime hmm. be like i'm going to read it like this no i don't want any british i just want older and maybe southern okay i'm gonna read it like this you know i mean you've just got to be able to turn on a dime and uh so cold reading is a great thing to practice um you know do improv just do improv i, I can't stress that enough if you want to be a voice actor like be hone your craft by doing improv nice well, definitely. We have your website up, dansandoval.net, which thanks to, I, I believe that's your wife, Martha. That's my beautiful wife. That's okay. my beautiful wife. Again, I can't Thank do you, this Ms. without Martha. her. Thank you for posting that. I also posted your YouTube channel. So if anybody wants to go check them out, check out those fun places. Stuff on there. There'll be more coming. Just There'll be that. more coming. More coming. Because hey, that's, that's part of it with this game, too, is like you'll you'll read for something that you actually got the part for, but it'll take four to six months before it comes out and you can talk about it. Hmm. Because, I don't know if like, I'd be able to sit on it that long. <laughs> uh, it's very hard. With Luminaria, it's... it was hard because, and when I did, you can actually see my thing with, with Morgan. It's on her page. Um, she was doing live signings. And I was like, she was like, you can talk about it. I was like, I can? I didn't know I could yet. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there's a lot, like there's a, there's stuff that I've done within the last two months that I can't talk about yet because it's just not out. Yeah. Um, it but makes once sense. it's there, it's there. So 
Yeah. Well, congratulations. We're super excited for you. That's awesome. I, I really yes. appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. It's and been a blast. It's been fun. I wish Amy could have hung out longer. Cause... Actually, can't wait to have you back on the show so you can tell us more and more and more about what's going yeah. on. Hopefully, I will have been to Funimation by then. So if you know anyone, email them. No, I'm just kidding. There um, we go. Thanks so then, much, guys. We'll see you on Tuesday. And we will definitely see you on Tuesday. Until then, everyone, and.